Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian, nutritionist. So on our episode today, I wanted to talk about something that I think we all experience as humans and this idea that like most of us love getting something for free. But oh my goodness, do people, myself included, love getting free food. And so today I wanted to talk about this idea of what happens when there's food available to us that's free. And I think really what it's going to dig into more is to kind of look a little bit deeper and really try to figure out our relationship with food and what this kind of means and to kind of give you some grace when it comes to your own idea of thinking about free food. So last week I had this impromptu celebration at my full-time job and I found myself, I found myself like looking at all this food and it looks so good and it was going to be, the food was going to be for lunch, but I had already brought my own food and this food looked way more appetizing than what I had brought from home for my lunch. And I know that I'm not the only one that experiences this, that we've all been there, that maybe you're running late to work in the morning and you get there and you're like so excited to figure out that there's free coffee and tea and or donuts, or maybe, you know, you also packed your lunch and you were like, I'm going to eat this, but then, oh my gosh, there's other food that's for free that's sitting in that conference room and you decide like, I'm going to, I'm going to eat that instead. Or maybe you find yourself like in the grocery store surrounded by all this free food and you're like, I have to have it even if I'm not hungry. So I had some thoughts and decisions that I was making that was kind of going through my brain. And so I figured we could talk about that today because I know if I'm thinking about these things, maybe not even like really thinking about them um, in the moment, but processing it afterwards, then perhaps, you know, you're kind of doing the same thing. With this podcast, it's not about like, you know, there's things that I know that I do, there's things that I know that I don't do. And so it's also about me processing things too. And if I think that in my own processing it and going through it, that perhaps it will help you too as I'm kind of dealing with it. So free food, I think, has this way of us like all wanting it. Even if it's something that you don't normally eat, all of a sudden, if it's free, you're like, I think I really have to have that. Or maybe you were like thinking ahead about what kinds of foods or what your kind of like meals look like and free food or whatever food is present in your life today. You hadn't even thought about it. It didn't even cross your mind that you would be eating some of these foods. But, you know, there is a reason, um, you're, you're going to be faced with a decision like, do you eat this food or, or do you not? And I think there's such a bigger relationship here. It's not just about like, oh, I'm making this decision if I'm going to eat it or not. It really, I think free food really dives into a little bit more about us for a variety of reasons, which I'm going to talk about. And it also, I think challenges, it may, it, I think it can challenge us to really think about our relationship with food. And I think that there's a lot of reasons why we love free food and why it's very alluring for us. Um, some of the ones that I could think of would be like 
that free food feels really good, right? Like if you're getting free food at work, then you feel like, wow, my job really appreciates me. And maybe as an employee, an employee, you feel really valued because you're working really hard. And then all of a sudden you are getting like a reward for it in terms of food. One of the best examples that I can think of recently in the last couple of years um, that happened was as a healthcare worker, I worked during COVID and all of the healthcare workers worked during COVID. And so at the time I was working at a nursing home and I swear we would get free food like every other day from family members thanking us for taking care of their loved ones. And it would be things like pizza and, um, you know, like it would be a variety of different things or garlic knots or something like that. And so it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just a way that was like a cost effective way that people could thank the healthcare workers for doing their job. So as a healthcare worker, I know feeling that led to a feeling of being valued because that food was sent as an appreciation for all that the healthcare workers were doing. Perhaps your allure of free food is that you find comfort in it when you are feeling like anxious or stressed. Um, that's something to recognize too, right? Like, is there something else that's that's going on or is there other feeling um, that's happening that's making you feel good? So, you know, if you're feeling like your job is really stressful and you're feeling really like the day is just really hard, then having that free food is a way that maybe it's acting as a way to soothe you um, and to make those feelings a little bit less. Another thing about free food is it doesn't cost you anything. You don't need to do anything. And I think from a cost savings, you can save your lunch for another day. So you have an extra meal because you ate the food that was for free. You may feel like, oh, free food is great because I deserve it. I've been working really hard and this is, you know, I think that kind of goes back into that feeling of being valued. Um, you may like free food because you're feeling deprived. You are, you maybe didn't have it when you were little, that kind of food, or maybe you grew up in a house with multiple kids and you had to kind of snatch up any of the food you could get before any of your siblings could get it. Or maybe you just didn't have, you just didn't have that in your home because you didn't have the money for it. Maybe the deprivation comes from your eating what is quote unquote clean and you're depriving yourself of foods that you really want. And by wanting to eat that particular food, maybe it's a way that you're giving in to the deprivation that you've been doing to your body. Um, maybe you live, I don't know, maybe like you are living in a country where getting the most for your money is highly valued. And so you want to eat everything, or maybe you, somebody brought something in like I bring cookies into work every time I make them for my son which I make them pretty frequently because he has food allergies and they're just you know um so I'm always making food for him and so although not as much as I used to but you know me and so I'm bringing this into people but you know maybe people are eating it because they feel bad they don't want to say no to me um because you know i'm bringing free food in so that could be something too or maybe you just don't want to waste food i mean i grew up in a at a time when 
it was really bad to leave food on your plate. And so maybe that's something that has become more of a relationship issue rather than a free food issue. So just kind of like talking about some of the reasons why free food is so alluring. And my gosh, you might even have so many more reasons than what I just listed, but we all have some reason probably why free food is so alluring to us. And it's probably way deeper than just having free food that's in front of us. But what happens like when this free food is sitting in front of you and you have to make a decision, like, am I going to eat it or am I not? Right. You could feel really good um, because you either ate the food and you felt really good about it, or you could feel really bad because you ate the food and you didn't want to eat the food, or you could feel neutral. So you're kind of in this position where you eat the food and you could feel good, you could feel bad, or you could feel just no feeling at all. A lot of times, if you're eating the food, then there is like, I feel like it just, it gets to be this whole like good versus bad mentality where like, if you resisted the food, then somehow you're good. And if you ate the food, then you were bad and you have to do like this better job. And so really, I think sometimes that free food really kind of gets us into this mindset of like good versus bad. And I want to try to really be a little bit more and dig a little deeper into this and see it as like, maybe there's no feelings involved with it, that it can be neutral and that we really start to focus on what our relationship is with food as opposed to putting meaning onto the value because we either ate it or we resisted the food. And so this is what I wanted to talk about today when it comes to free food. To really get into a place that you're seeing food for what it is and not for something else. So that if you ate the food that was free, it didn't mean that you were bad or unworthy. It simply means that you wanted to eat it or maybe you chose not to eat it and that was okay too. But that any of those options, whether you ate it or whether you didn't eat it, was okay. We live in this like culture and I think as women it's been just such a part of our life that it's so hard to kind of tease out what is us and what is the relationship here with food. It all just kind of seems to be um, all put together with our values and the our opinions of ourselves. And so kind of teasing it out of like food is different than how we think about ourselves and who we are as people, hopefully will help us to change our relationship with food and that we're not like continuing to have and hold on to these feelings of like um, discomfort because we ate the food or shame because we ate the food and then feeling like, oh gosh, we ate the food now. I have to restrict my food for the rest of the night or Um, I'm going to have to spend the night working out and this way that you're like overcompensating. And let me tell you something, like I've been guilty of this. I've been guilty of teaching this, but I really want to change that dynamic because by, you know, by not talking about it, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing that conversation, that narrative. And so when we're talking about free food, this idea of like, There doesn't need to be this good and bad food mentality and really seeing it for what it is, which is food is food and we are not food. And that 
even though we are so enmeshed, our idea of food and our value, we are not food and we are not good or bad or worthy or less worthy because we ate or didn't eat certain food. So again, it's this way of teasing out the relationship with food and not, you know, that we have or that we're basing our value or opinions of ourselves based on what we ate. Because it's really about this relationship with food. And so I wanted to really kind of dig a little bit into this of like how to kind of tease that out and how to really start to figure out what your relationship with food is. So kind of like really thinking about your own life, about really looking about this situation when you're in this situation with food that's free, trying to figure out what that means to you and figuring out what kind of information that can provide to you um, about your relationship with food, right? So first of all, I think trying to really figure out like, I think that probably the biggest thing is to figure out like when you're eating something, what that feels like to you. Does it feel like you would eat that food if it was free? Um, or is that just a behavior? So like, I think the first thing really is to look at your relationship with food. When you're eating something, are you wanting that free food because you're hungry or, or you're not hungry, but you're eating it anyway? That's probably the biggest place to start. And one of the biggest places to start is the whole like hungerfulness scale. So if you were, which I'm going to do now, if you were to go online and you are to type in hunger and fullness scale, you're going to see what I'm talking about. So the hunger fullness scale basically is a scale that has, um, let me see if I can find, it's, it's usually used, you can find a PDF. Um, I think I have one too I can put in the show notes, but it's usually used when it comes to intuitive eating because this is what we're doing here, right? We're trying to change our relationship with food. And one of the ways that we change our relationship with food is to really try to figure out if we're hungry or if we're eating because there's another reason that we're eating. And either either um, choice is perfectly fine, but I think in order to really see it for what it is, you kind of have to just figure out, are you physically hungry? And the intuitive eating scale is a way to do that because it's a scale of one to 10. When you're at one, it means that you're really hungry. Your tank is empty. You are feeling ways and feeling like you're feeling all the ways that you're starving. Um, you're going to have difficulty concentrating, you're starving. And then when you get to number 10 on the scale, you're just so full, like you can't even move. And where the goal is to be, is to be in this like neutral category. So to be in this place of like a number five, that you're, you know, you're kind of right in the middle, you're like satisfied, you feel good, you're not like you're not like a little bit hungry or a little bit or like overly full. You're in a place that you feel neutral. And so that's kind of where first to start, I think, is to figure out like, okay, am I physically hungry or am I not hungry? So that's, so I think sometimes seeing free food as like a way of like, okay, am I hungry or not? It just helps you get to a place to figure out, are you eating because you're hungry or And is something happening there, like investigating that, like, okay, I'm eating because I'm hungry because maybe it was too long between your meals. Maybe instead of 
eating every five hours, which is a long time. Maybe you need to eat every four hours or maybe, you know, it's just going to provide you some information and this information that it provides you will help you kind of tweak the way that you eat that fits your life instead of this one size fits all that may not actually be working for you. Trying to figure out if you're hungry is going to be this way of like seeing where you struggle. Um, okay, like, am I eating so much of this one meal that I'm becoming uncomfortable because I waited all day and I maybe I fasted too long, whatever it is for you. But it's going to provide you some information of maybe something that needs to change. Do you need to change the timing of the previous meal? Do you need to change... Um, how much you ate at the previous meal. Do you need to um, look at the composition of the food that you're eating because maybe you needed to put a little bit of protein or fat in what you're eating because maybe you just ate a salad with vegetables and there's nothing in it that's going to give you that like fullness and satiety. And so that's where the physical hungry, the hungerness comes into play and kind of really trying to figure out what you're feeling and if you're feeling hungry what to do about it really look at what what you're doing and what you're eating and to figure out if that's working for you or if it's not working for you and adjusting it because that you know that's all of this is like practicing so every time you eat it's like practicing to figure out like okay what can I do better to change my relationship with food and by either being not full enough or too full or maybe that you're too hungry or not hungry enough it just gives you information so I think starting there is probably the a way that will provide you the most information now if you feel like you're eating and you want all that free food but you're not particularly hungry that's okay too because this is also giving us information right so it's giving us information into this idea of like what I was previously saying like are you eating the food because it's free are you eating the food because it looks good and maybe you're depriving yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I can have all this food where I normally wouldn't allow myself to have this food. Um, are you eating it because you are feeling a certain way? Like you're feeling, um, you know, stress, anxious, uh, just overwhelmed like what is it um are you eating this food because you're not even thinking about it are you eating this food because it can't go to waste um and really now like kind of digging into like the whole like why am I eating and I'm not hungry the kind of thing which this is a bigger can of worms but again this is also okay because it's okay to it's totally okay to like eat something when you're not hungry because this is like a way that you're really teasing out if you're hungry or full. And that also means that you're using those hunger cues and those fullness cues to help you decipher that you're not particularly hungry. And so either of these things, like they're fine, they work because they're providing you information. And the bigger picture here is that as you're digging deeper into finding information, you're changing your relationship with food because by looking to see what the behavior is behind it or the thoughts behind it, then you can change it if you want to, to do something different. And so, you know, like if you're somebody who grew up that you have to eat all the food on your plate, right? 
because that's and and you have to eat it because it's free well that's really important information to know because then you can like modify it or change it if you want to you can be like okay I know that I'm eating this because it's free but then maybe you can be like all right but I'm saving myself another meal or you're just okay eating it because it's free like I think we you can be okay with just perfectly eating it because you want to eat it because it's free and to kind of let it go. And I think that's kind of the key with the non-hunger is to like see it for what it is and then to let it go, to not feel like you have to overcompensate, to not walk away thinking I should have done some something differently or to not walk away and be like, God, I wasn't even hungry and I ate that. How many of us say that? right? To just be okay with it because that's what it is. And that's okay because there's no good or bad foods. And if you know, you're depriving yourself a lot of some of the foods that maybe your body is telling you that you need, then you eat it, you enjoy it. And you know, I don't want you to be like in this place that you're eating this food and you're the whole time you're like berating yourself because you've eaten this food and then maybe you're even like overcompensating later in the night or maybe you know you end up like binge eating or it's triggering something within you that you are then doing other habits with food that you don't want to be doing and so again it's just really trying to figure out what this means to you are you hungry yes then you eat it. And if you're not hungry, you, you know, you kind of dig a little bit deeper, you eat it or you don't eat it. But either way, whatever choice you decide to make, it doesn't have any value on you as a person. What I would say is, is that you're, if you just, whatever you decide to do, that you do ask yourself more questions than this, like, will eating this food make me feel good or is it going to leave me feeling guilty that I ate it? Um, you know, if I eat this food, is it going to lead me into binging? Because you want it to feel intentional and good. You don't want it to make you feel really bad in the long run because that's the part of it that we need to change, right? And to really like be in the moment and to be mindful and to give yourself permission to eat what you want without feeling bad about it. Because I think that really tends to be what food freedom is, right? That it feels good that you're eating something and it satisfies something within you and that you're not judging yourself for eating it because you can see it for what it is. It's just food. It has no impact on the value or the the worthiness of who you are. And reminding you that you get to choose what you want to eat. But the more that you're in these situations, I think sometimes they're really valuable because it helps you practice what your relationship with food, what you want it to look like. It helps you see what it is right now. And I think it also helps you see what you're comfortable with right now and then what maybe you desire food freedom to really look like. I think like we all get so enticed by this idea of like not being ruled by food, but then the idea of practicing anything different is really scary. So it's really scary to be like, all right, I'm going to eat this food and I I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Right. But I think sometimes seeing it as like, you're just practicing it and you're just continuing 
to evolve with your relationship with food is maybe a way that you can see the bigger picture of that it may present to you a way that you can start to heal your relationship with food. And then like kind of get into a place down the road maybe that you can really, you know, want to eat because it feels good, right? And that you can start to see that weight. So, you know, I think a lot of times when we eat food that is not what we intended to eat, whether that's free or not, that there ends up being this like idea that, oh my gosh, I ate this one meal and now I've like ruined my health. And so that then goes into either like, I need to not do that again and I need to restrict myself or it goes into this idea that we're like overcompensating for the rest of the day or the next couple of days because of what we ate. But that you know, one meal or a few meals or a couple weeks, it's not going to ruin your health for your life. It's just what it is. And knowing that weight isn't the only measure of your health, right? Because I think that's what happens is a lot of times the next day we go to the scale and we look and we see like, okay, did I gain weight? And then if we didn't gain weight, then it's like, all right, good. I got away with it. But weight isn't the only measure of our health. But I think the probably the most rewarding relationship, the, the most rewarding measure of our health and one that is not able to be measured so freely is what our relationship with food looks like, right? How we've never been taught that. We've only been taught that our weight is the most important thing, but our relationship with food is something that's so much bigger and that can give us it just can get get us down a completely different path because with weight, it's not really like, sure, you can weigh a certain amount, but it doesn't mean that you're eating the foods or that you're doing the behaviors that are going to contribute to overall health in the long run. But our relationship with food and knowing what makes you feel good and what knowing what makes you feel full and knowing what makes you feel, um, like good about your body, they're the things and that relationship is going to be the things that are ultimately probably going to lead you to the health that you desire anyway, right? So feeling that you have a little bit, and I'm not talking about control over food either, like an over restriction. I'm talking about that you feel like you come to a place that you're like, okay, I'm full. I'm going to stop eating. How rewarding is that than to be like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't eat this. Why would I eat this? Blah, blah, blah. And then starting that whole cycle of like whatever that looks like, that downfall, because you're either in your head about everything or, you know, you end up having to overcompensate and then you're just in that all or nothing kind of uh, place. So, you know, kind of reminding you as we end this episode that you get to choose what food is right for you. Nobody else does you are not better or worse or you are not more worthy or unworthy because you decided to eat the food or not eat the food. And the goal of all of this, when we talk about this idea of whole health is helping you develop the mindset of feeling more mindful when it comes to food, um, listening to your, your hunger and fullness cues and seeing what works for your body because 
ultimately, no matter how much we, you know, we talk about a variety of topics on here, but ultimately it comes down to what is right for you. And some of that knowing what's right for you is is starting to listen to your internal cues, which as women and as busy women, we forget to do. And so I would say that, you know, I think that that's probably one of the more important things to do is to start listening to your hunger and fullness cues in terms of changing your relationship with your health and changing your relationship with your body. Because it starts with food, the hunger and fullness cues, and then it goes to things like, oh, okay, well, walking or whatever exercise you're doing makes me feel good. So maybe instead of doing the thing at the gym that you've been doing that you don't enjoy, you then start to do like, okay, well, this makes me feel better than torturing myself. So I'm going to do this. And then it trickles down into, okay, well, you know, I feel better when I sleep more. So I'm going to do this. So then it ends up being this thing that ends up changing your relationship with your whole body, your whole self, and not just your relationship with food. And I think that's probably a way to start. So I thank you guys so much for listening in today and I look forward to seeing you guys back here next week. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.